Welcome back, y'all, to episode 63 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days. It's like really interesting. All right, so we are back, and I got some news for you. I just went a little tangent there. I just want to go ahead and do one thing, and y'all should just like, follow, or subscribe to the Zachary Winget Podcast. And if you don't, I will come for you. All right, that was a little bit more intense than what I thought it would be. All right, so what's happening? Wow. So my phone is back to working, and it's amazing how that happened. Long story short, after a month of trying to determine what was wrong with my phone, what's so interesting is this podcast was able to help me remember the date my phone quit working. So if you guys are fans of my podcast, I'm sure a lot of you are, you've listened to it and you've listened to them all. But one thing happened back on August 11th when I was pulled over by an Ecuadorian cop. And as a result of it, they asked me for a bribe. And I'll never forget the day because I made a podcast on it. Well, that day is really interesting because my phone quit working. It coincides with that day as well. And as a result of it, I know my phone quit working because of the motricula, which is the motricula, 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 which is like the insurance. Motricula which is like the insurance for your car I didn't have. Long story short, the cop trying to bribe me. Well, today, I just was fed up with it. I'm like, yo, my phone hasn't worked in a month, okay? I go into Verizon again. Okay, if you guys listen to my podcast, would have dealt with. With Verizon, I've had so many issues. And I go in there and I talk to a young lady named Samantha. And she does a great job. She's really patient. And obviously, I go in at 4.30. Okay, everyone knows Verizon closes at 6 p.m. Like, if you don't know that, then, I don't know, every store around the country, the majority of the time, closes around 6 p.m. unless it's a mall. I know that because I've been to a lot of Verizons. Well, I go in there, I talk to them at 4.30. Okay, I leave Verizon at 7. Okay, so another two and a half hours of my life trying to get the phone together. Well, guess what? The problem was resolved. Here I was thinking... That people were in my software taking my information and spying on me. But I was like, why? There'd be such a point. I mean, I'm not doing anything that relates to anything that has to do with state secrets. So what had happened is, for whatever reason, when I asked my phone to stop working on August 11th, it kind of was an issue. So going to Samantha, I deal with Samantha. Samantha's like, I've never seen this before. I've worked here for four years. There's no reason why I can't get your phone working. So then we call like four different people. And it's like really interesting because like I've done this before with Verizon over the last week. But having people do it with me who worked at Verizon and seeing their frustration, I was like, yo, this is intense. So then I like prompted the question. I'm like, yo, so how many people are switching from T-Mobile to Verizon? Because I almost switched last week. And what they told me was... Actually, everyone's, this is what they always say, but everyone's switching from T-Mobile to come to Verizon now because of the merger, there's a lot of issues. So, 
Uh, we went through this whole process and it got to a point where it was like six o'clock and the store was closed. Well, Verizon is pretty cool that they don't have your problem solved. Usually they'll stay or the people who stay are pretty great. Well, I just gotta give a shout out here to the freaking manager named Henry from North Miami Verizon. Okay, the guy came in after Samantha tried to do everything and she did, bless her heart, she did the best job she could. Henry came in and I kind of told him what I was dealing with. I said it quit, it quit working around August 11th. Now, the main issue is like nobody could figure out why my phone could not be updated because it said there was an original transaction. Well, this is where like, things get complicated because I really didn't quite understand it, but what had happened was on August 11th, the day my phone quit working, I also asked for to go onto the monthly payment plan where I pay $100 a month. And when you're international, well, something happened and they triggered something in my phone and it just quit working. Okay. So my phone just quit working on that day from Verizon. So Henry looked at the dates, he backtracked it and he identified that there was something on my account preventing me from getting any updates or for it to work and from there that little moment when sparked the transition we were able to get on IT and my phone was updated so it's like Henry this man taking the time to look through everything and really just trying to go through the simplest approach you know it's like I had one person on Verizon I had me convinced that someone had taken over my phone and like people were spying on me like so dramatic and I like had no idea and she told me not to update my phone there could be something potentially in my software because it made no sense no Verizon just did an update they didn't follow through on it and it created an issue because I was abroad that was it you know and for me it's a good moment but I didn't need to get a new phone so I don't know if I need to send this phone back but it is having nice having a new restored phone so we'll see how it goes but it's getting hot so that's everything with the phone i just like if this is like and it also prompted the situation it's like the reason why you can't ever have automated systems and corporations is nobody will ever go for that like i'm talking on the phone with people they can't solve the problem i have to go in person to the store and interact with people face to face it's like an AI robot or whatever wouldn't be able to look through all that, have the patience to figure it out and determine the issue, you know. Now, it's just been one thing after another with them, but, you know, moving forward, it's good. So, I also want to talk a little bit about the Kanye West interview, um, you know, as, as a result of Fashion Week within... Paris he wore some shirts that say white lives matter as a result of it it really triggered people they got upset and you know it's like I don't really know like you know it's like it's fashion it's art you know and the difference between a artist and a leader I guess is a leader has to tell you why they do it an artist doesn't have to really provide you with anything because it's art Watching both parts of the interview on Tucker Carlson is really interesting to hear him talk because, like, first, I guess whenever, like, you grow up listening to Kanye West, because I remember my brother used to be a radio disc jockey, and I told him, like, back then, I'm like, yo, let me, 
you know, sometimes you'd be able to get you free albums as a result of the demo, and that was before you just download it on Spotify or whatever. I was like, yo, can you give me that Kanye West album? Like, I really have a feeling this dude will be unique because back in the day, I used to watch a lot of um, MTV2, and MTV2 would show videos at night, and I'd just be watching videos at night back when I was a teenager because I was super into music, and through the wire came out and I'm like there's I've never anything quite like this before you know and so this day but you know I always loved Kanye's music loved his beats I loved like kind of what everything he did and it's been really interesting to see his transition as he becomes successful breakthrough artist marries you know Kim Kardashian has four kids um creates a fashion brand and now he's considered to be you know the richest black man of all time you know it's like to see that progression is is pretty crazy because he's not richer than Kanye he's richer than Jay-Z which was his mentor and originally found him you know and you look at everything he's been able to do with fashion you know he transitions into like a spiritual awakening for the last few years it is really interesting to hear him speak it's interesting like how he has his opinions, but because his opinions go against the status quo, he's wrong, you know, and and it's like, you know, this man has, can believe whatever he want to believe, but him talking about how he had support for Donald Trump and being in Florida and how everybody wanted to silence him, it's like, it's pretty intense because on some level, it's like, yo, you have the right to believe whatever you want to believe. Um... And that everybody deserves that right in this country, you know, a declaration of independence, first amendments, etc. And for him to talk like that, you're like, dang, it's like really interesting because no matter what circle in life, like you're always having people influence you. And it really made me think like, do you really careful about the people you let in? I mean, because that influence is strong and it really seemed like that was something you were struggling with. And now you look at the concept of pro-life and what he's running on. And, you know, 98% of the Democrats are running for, you know, more of like an abortion rights legislation, especially after Roe v. Wade was overturned. And it's just an interesting time we live in. You know, it's like, I can't really explain it, but... For living in a time where it just seems like there's so much political tension in these cross-cutting cleavage concepts that are making you stand on a battle line for your ideas to fight someone else who's American, potentially has different concepts or different thoughts of you. And it's like, for me, it's like, I don't, I don't really, I am... I believe in people's opinions to believe in what they want to believe in. To me, that's more important than, than me telling somebody what they need to believe. It's to have your own ideology, to have your own whatever you you have that right. And I think that Kanye West at some point in time, being as rich as he is and doing everything he's doing, it's like it's crazy to think people would be telling him what to do, what to think, how he needs to think, how he needs to be scared, be afraid using these fear tactics and it's like why you know you have one life like why are you gonna live it in fear 
of what other people think about you. You know, it's like these laws of man. Like, you can't, like, are you governed by them? Do you allow the laws of man to dictate who you are? You know, I think that's kind of what it gets into. And that's the question being posed. But an interesting interview. I mean, you watch that interview, you see a very raw person who's saying what he wants to say. And he's not being held hostage by his ideas or concepts. He's letting it go, you know. He's swinging for the fences. And it's like someone like that is so successful because that's what he did throughout his career. He was always swinging for the fences. And it like it prompts you in this whole point where it's like if you look in at like batting if this is a baseball reference like the ba- like the majority of the, so essentially if you look at like Babe Ruth, these other individuals, um, Barry Bonds, like you look at their batting record and they have more strikes. They have like they have so many strikeouts at bats, but they hold the home run records because they're always swinging for the fences. They're always consistently going for it. And that's kind of a result of what it creates. So for me, you know, I mean, what are you going to tell Kanye? It's like, you know, when he sings, La, 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 wait till I get my money right. Like, what are you going to tell him? You can't tell him nothing. You know, that means the richest man, when the rich, that isn't the richest black man in the world now. And you can't tell him nothing. So, That's all I got for you today. Y'all have a good one.